no money in poetry. What's up, baby buddy in the house tonight? Woozoo! Woozoo! Baby buddy in the house tonight. Come on, come on, come on, oh yeah. Woozoo! Baby buddy in the house tonight. Woozoo! Woozoo! Do you see the light? Yeah, it's over there. Glitter on her face and platinum hair. Woozoo! Baby buddy in the house tonight. Woozoo! Everybody in the house tonight. Come on, come on. This come on. is the tale of two events. Shawnee, welcome to a podcast called Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. Mm-hmm. I'm Larry, that's Rob. Mm-hmm. Two very different experiences with the exact same song. Mm-hmm. One very influential, one just kind of comical. But that is what this whole thing is bookended by here today. 1996, Sean Majors. Did both That's of these the happen word. to you? Because I'm worried I told you something that I forgot about. They did both happen okay, to thank me. God, thank you God, thank God, thank God. You're pretty little about it. 1996. It's a different world. Has just probably ended its run. Uh, did not work. Uh, Lisa Bonet had to go back to the Cosby show. They kept it going a couple years. Um, but no, I am a kid who's at this point Basically just listening to rap music. We've discussed that a little bit here. Um, But I was spending a lot of time with my uncle, like you do, who was a little older than me. And a lot of what we would do would just be watch MTV all day. And at some point, you know, 120 minutes would come on or one of those shows. And it really wasn't my thing, but we would just sit and watch it and see what happened. And this song comes on, and I'm just kind of like, what the fuck is going on with this? But I noticed I'd never turn away from it. And I was like, oh, oh, I think I actually just like this song. But it was completely, as Spotify would call it now, a taste breaker. Um, And quite frankly, it was a taste breaker from a lot that was on the radio. It sonically had had a sound of its time, but lyrically... It was sort of out there, and especially was for me, and it definitely was for something this that was, uh, I can't use the word that I want to use because it's going it, to, Austin Powers, and I have to use the same word twice, um, that was as uh, mainstream as this was. Uh, but I really fucking loved it. And I'll tell the other part of that story after we're done. Today, Cold Dog Suit the Mixtape, Shawnee, we're going to talk about Not A Surf's Popular. Love it. What do you think about that jam? Um, I remember it being like the coolest fucking thing in the world <clears throat> the first time I saw the video, which around this time, so first let time. Me, you- yeah, I, here's where I want you to, to take this. I don't have a clue how this re- was received because in my world, me and my uncle were the only two people that knew this song existed. So how, what was this like for people that were plugged into this kind of music? I'm surprised this started on 120 Minutes. It seems like... I can't imagine Matt Pinfield like introducing this. Uh, fun fact, I call everything that came on after Beavis <laughs> and Butthead went off 120 minutes. Okay. So yeah. please do not hold me. So if that. memory serves, 96 may have been the beginning of the time you got buzzworthy. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Popular was definitely buzzworthy. Obviously, it's a very unique song. It's a very unique... Uh, I don't know if it's a unique video, but <clears throat> the the song is so unique, and the video fits the song so well that you kind of think that the video's innovative as well, which it's not. It's just it's just a good video. Um, but, you know, you're... Uh, I'm 96. 
This was released. Uh, fun fact produced by Rick Ocasek. Um, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, that's a fun fact that I'm learning right now. Yeah, man. He. I kind of hear it, though, now that you mention it. Yeah, definitely. I actually, I'm not in love with the entire album, but I, I, I will definitely listen to it like once every two years, and that's about as, as glowing of a recommendation that I could give really a lot of things that aren't Bob Dylan or the Talking Heads. It's no so much for the afterglow. We can say that <laughs> it's right very up true. front. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember, uh, it, you know, it coming on and giving, uh, getting heavy rotation on the MTV. Um, and I bought the album based on this and, uh, freshman year of college, which was five years after this came out, my friend who, um, now works for Chicago WBEZ NPR. Wherever season one of Serial uh, came out, she works for that NPR station. She went to uh, the University of uh, Illinois and went to a Not A Surf concert and got a birthday card signed by every member of the band for me that year. <laughs> you don't know where that is now. Well, uh, it is somewhere in this house. I actually put my microphone... I put my microphone on mute when you were talking about uh, uh, Lauren because I uh, I was looking for I was trying to find it very easily but uh, the <clears throat> I do know that the front of the birthday card has a nurse with like she's stretching like a like a glove over her hand. So do you know <laughs> what this comes from? Yeah, it's uh it's it's like reading basically all the lyrics except for the chorus. Um, it's uh. Uh, I, I had to look it up, but um, I, it's, oh, yeah. um, it's uh, the whole song except for the chorus are parts made up from the 1964 teen advice book, Penny's Guide to Teenage Charm and Popularity. So it's basically, and reading this now, I'm surprised it was that old because you could you could get this in like um, like a, a fucking article of Cosmo, like as recently as like, as like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if Red Book is still something. It's in Red Book right now. Oh, this this shit's on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop website. I'm sure. Oh fuck, Shani, you take are that, so 20. right. You are so right. Sliding doors, more <laughs> like go fuck yourself. Right next to gentle scented candles, um, is Gwyneth's guide to popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is pretty inventive. Like obviously, they're not the first people to have done this. No. They're not the only people to have done this. But at their time, they were like. Nobody else, nobody else certainly had this on radio. So, and for this to be the fucking lead single is kind of crazy. It is. It's, it's very, um, <clears throat> so this is about the time I want to say, eh, maybe this was like a year or two before, or maybe three years before, uh, you had, um, uh, surprising lead singles like, um, Pepper from the Butthole Servers. Yeah. Uh, Surfers, not Servers. Um, where like that's a it's just talking, um, and then Dynamite Hack, who I'm sure no one heard uh, has heard of uh, or remembers, but their lead single on their album, which was very pop punk more than poppy, more poppy than than punk, um, was a cover of uh, Boys in the Hood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and is a complete like Bloodhound Gang song, like a complete novelty. And there is you know there is a sort of the early you're seeing the early 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 experiments with rap rock like that's yeah. kind of what this is it's not melody driven i never it's thought about just that. as you said just talking but like it is the early beginnings of people experimenting with we're not just going to sing these songs um 
we're going to do something different. Yeah, because it's right. uh, it's it's speaking, and then it's and then like the. I mean, I got to tell you, the chorus fucking rocks. That is the difference, though. And we'll get there. Yeah, that, we'll get there in the meat of it. Let's get it. Okay. Uh, verse one. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. This is popular by Not a Surf. Um, three important rules for breaking up. Don't put off breaking up when you know you Stop. Are. I must say, that guitar lick mm-hmm. is everything. Boom, boom, boom. It's everything. It is the absolute perfect backdrop for this thing. It is just, I mean, it's immaculate. And not only is it, I mean, it's not incredibly complicated or anything like that, but Rick Ocasek, fucking whatever he did to make sure that they coaxed that exact sound out of it. Yeah. Mwah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, so, like, I mean, that's that's what I was going to ask. Do you think that that, <clears throat> getting that lick, um, and I, I, if you were to tell me this is the, the opening track on their album, um, I wouldn't be surprised because that really is a... Uh, an opening it's it's my name is jonas from the blue album that rick yeah you know yeah it's and it is tonally it's i mean i just can't overstate how perfect the guitar part is the tone is very specific um it's it's not just we plugged the guitar into the amp it is it's monotonous perfectly in the way it should it is yes and it and it backdrops this song so well because anything else is a complete fucking failure and it exposes it as a gimmick very quickly but when you are brought into this with (laughs) because the mind is constantly waiting for a regular song so when the chorus comes it's more rewarding thank you car seat headrest hit it (laughs) three important rules for breaking up uh, don't put off breaking up when you know you want to. Prolonging the situation only makes it worse. Tell him honestly, simply, kindly, but firmly. Don't make a big production. Don't make up an elaborate story. This will help you avoid a big tear-jerking scene. If you want to date other people, say so. Be prepared for the boy to feel hurt and rejected. Even when you've gone together for only a short time and haven't been too serious, there's still a feeling of rejection when someone says she prefers the company of others to your exclusive company. But if you're honest stop, and direct... Stop. Right there... His the delivery is great too. Mm-hmm. That's another part of this song that you could go unheralded. Is his delivery is oh, it's perfect a, and really right in that section right there where he <laughs> be prepared for the other person to feel <laughs> sense rejection. He really fucking locks in on it and and makes it his shit. And it is like he does this in one breath. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this song is not this song without without uh, the lead singer's delivery. I apologize that I do not know the lead singer's name. Um, no, God, no. Nobody. <laughs> you know what? And we're not going to forget. Actually, uh, somebody we know, I believe, uh, runs their um, social media. Of course, because it's a, the smallest world imaginable. Matthew Cause. C-A-W-S, guitar and vocals. <clears throat> Ira Elliott, drums. Daniel Lorca, bass and backing vocals. It's a bunch of good Jew boys. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, hard, it's hard to find one. It's, fi- it's hard to find a line to pick up on this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but if you're honest and direct and avoid making a flowery emotional speech when you break the news, the boy will respect you for your frankness, and honestly, he'll appreciate the kind and straightforward manner in which you told him your decision. Unless he's a real jerk or a crybaby, you'll remain friends! 
So before we get to this badass chorus, let's talk about how wrong this lady had it in 1960-some-odd when she wrote Oh, no, I disagree. I think she's a a, a thousand percent head-on. This is all great advice. And she says, unless he's a real jerk or a crybaby, you'll remain friends. I, well, hmm. So she should have said, unless the boy is a real jerk or a crybaby, he will respect you for your frankness. And honestly, he'll appreciate the kind and straightforward manner in which you told him your decision. Um... Because I, every every poorly way that I've acted has be because I've I am a real jerk and a crybaby. Sure, sure, but uh, maybe I guess what I'm saying is the math is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what she should have said was, it is unlikely he will not be a jerk or a crybaby. Um, you might remain friends, but he'll always hate you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I actually, um... You'll remain friends because he thinks he can turn it around. Is more accurate. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about, um, not this song, uh, this week, but, uh, it hit me that I was, like, in a, like, in a, you know, texting thread with, separately with four X's that I felt very deeply about. I'm like, wow, we're really, uh, we're really, like, being, we're okay with each other now. God, I, I hate them all. Mm-hmm. I don't hate them all. I don't hate them all. No, but why won't they love me? Why don't they love me, Matt? They love me. And and so think about the first song. I got to shave this this. neck beard. It is fucking with my head. (laughs) Think about the first song that started this iteration of this podcast. I think it was first. Romeo and Juliet, Uh right? A song that both of us agree is wonderful and all those things. I imagine Juliet might have given him a speech similar to this. How did he handle it? He didn't handle it How well. did our sweet Romeo handle it? No, I disagree, because Juliet said, oh yeah, Romeo, you know, I used to have a scene with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After giving him a heartfelt speech where she said, look, I am moving over here to do this thing. We're, we had a good time, we stopped. I just feel like Juliet did it right. We made look love, how poor Martin you used to cry. Look how Mark Knopfler. Wonderful Mark Knopfler. Look how he wrote that. Look how he wrote his side of that. It ain't happening, folks. It ain't. The best thing you can do, ladies, just tell them you died. (laughs) Have somebody tell them you died. Oh, no. (laughs) Susan died. Susan, can you just just call me back, please? (laughs) Susan who? (laughs) I got this Ouija board trying to contact Susan. I watched Ghostbusters and I saw some interesting things between ghosts and humans in that movie. Why can't <laughs> Dan Aykroyd? Um, <clears throat> so let's get into the chorus. Mm-hmm. I'm head of the class. I'm popular. I'm a quarterback. I'm popular. My mom says I'm a catch. I'm popular. I'm never last picked. I got a cheerleader chick. And musically, that chorus is. Everything it should be. Yeah. It rises and falls just like it should. That big old distorted guitar comes in and everything happens and it's the perfect juxtaposition to the downplayed lyrics. And then it's this big singing, soaring chorus and then right back to... Being attractive is the most important thing there is. If you want to catch the biggest fish in your pond, you have to be as attractive as possible. Make sure to keep your hair spotlessly clean and wash it at least every two weeks. Once every two weeks. And if you see Johnny Football Hero in the hall, tell him he played a great game. Tell him you liked his article in the newspaper. 
And then we're partying again. We're back in a big, big chorus again. I'm the party star. I'm popular. I got my own car. I'm popular. I'll never get caught. I'm popular. I make football bets. I'm the teacher's pet. And all these things are definitely not what not a surf were. So the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like them making a commentary on high school dynamics is brilliant here. As you just mentioned, Matthew, Ira, and I've already forgot the other heap name. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. He was a much older Jew. Well, there goes my idea of sending this to my friend that runs a social media camp. Oh, I propose we support. I don't know what I said there. I, I propose we support a one-month limit on going steady. I think it would keep people more able to deal with weird situations and get to know more people. I think if you're ready to go out with Johnny, now's the time to tell him about your one-month limit. He won't mind. He'll appreciate a fresh look on dating. And once you've dated someone else, you can date him again. I'm sure he'll like it. Everyone will appreciate it. You're so novel. What a good idea. You can keep your time to yourself. You don't need date insurance. You can go out with whoever you want Stop. to. Stop. What the hell is date insurance? Insurance? <laughs> what is that? That and date insurance. Um, <laughs> hmm. I think it's like... You know, you got a you got a boy on the side, maybe. I, I have never heard this term outside of this song, so I don't have a fudging clue what that is. Yeah, I think we need to ask uh, Gloria Winters. Jeeves. <laughs> Let's ask Jeeves. See if he's got some ideas on this. Why was Why was this article called Glo Penny's Guide when it was written by Gloria Winters? Hey, I don't. I'm starting to wonder if this was like a tongue-in-cheek thing. In '64, maybe '64 was a wacky, wacky time, especially for the ladies. Because, because if this is if this is written straight up, then we have regressed in terms of slut shaming. <laughs> oh yeah, a thousand percent. Like um, we've gone backwards on this because what Penny is proposing here is very progressive. Especially when she when she gets in uh, into into what she's about to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I was getting ramped up again, so I have to start from a couple lines back. <clears throat> I'm sure he'll like it. Everyone will appreciate it. You're so novel. What a good idea. You can keep your time to yourself. You don't need date insurance. You can go out with whoever you want to. Every boy, every boy in the whole world could be yours if you'll just listen to my plan. The Teenage Guide to Popularity! And now it's time to fucking thrash. <laughs> Let's just go crazy, folks. Go nuts. I'm head of the class. I'm popular. I'm the quarterback. I'm popular. My mom says I'm a catch. I'm popular. I'm, I'm never last picked. I got a cheerleader chick. I'm the party star. I'm popular. Got my own car. Popular. I'll never get caught. I'm popular. I make football bets. I'm the teacher's pet. So, you know, I've never looked at the lyrics, but for some reason I thought in this last chorus, he says, I'm a cheerleader chick. I do. I did too. Which, I'm a cheerleader. I, I hear that too. Um, Which, so, yeah, so, again, the subversive nature of this chorus makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, God, it's a good song, man. I loved this time in music. Fucking not a surf. Fucking um, uh, who did Destination Ursa Major? Um, oh, fuck. Uh, the same band that did um, 
sucked out. Super drag. Super drag, yeah. I can't think of this without also thinking of Space Hogs in the meantime. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Spa- Space this Hogs. Was the first time I saw Marilyn Manson, Sweet Dreams came out in and around this time, or you know, is they all get lumped into my mind together? Really, it's the same time in That's, music. Yeah, it's it's the same time. That's Marilyn Manson is just like a completely different animal to me. Um, but Super Drag Devin. Not to Matt Penfield in 120 minutes. <laughs> uh, the Refreshments, Desper- uh, Banditos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Des- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in this time period. These, the, that is the very, that, those are the building blocks of like my musical expansion. Like those songs are, I don't, I'm not crazy about it. I don't listen to them a lot now. Oh no, you don't have but to But they are very important. Dishwallas, Counting Only Blue Cars. Fuck yeah. All those are things that I was hearing. Standing outside a broken hearing, like, phone booth with change. Oh, money. don't even get me started on fucking standing outside a broken <laughs> phone booth with money in my Primitive mind. Radio Gods, uh, was that the name of that band? Yes. God. Like all those things were, I did not own the albums, but they existed after Beavis and Butthead went off, yeah. and I was very happy about it. And sometimes I just have a VHS tape that I just let run all night and just go catch oh, yeah. up the next day. For sure. Um, but yeah, those things were very, very, very important. Um, they probably changed my life in a lot of ways. Um, and it was the last time, like, it was the last time that it felt like little bands had a chance on the big stage. Now, I'm, I may be wrong. These might have not been small bands as far as what labels they were on or anything like that. Um, I'm sure they paid their like, dues and, you know, they got they got something. <laughs> they got like, uh, you know, they were, uh, they broke through because they had an agent who, you know, was owed a favor yeah. or something like that. But they were all just kind of blips too. Yeah. There's no follow-up. What is the difference? And I can't put my finger on it and I, I'm trying to articulate why there is a difference between <clears throat> the bands that we just talked about, uh, Not A Serve, Super Drag, Space Hog, etc. And like, Cake Cake came out with The Distance in 96. Yeah. Well, Cake, the, dif- the difference is follow-ups. Cake is so different, though. That's another thing, is we had not completely segmented popular music just yet. We yeah. had not we and MTV plays a giant role in that. Yeah, MTV threw a lot of stuff at the wall and saw what stuck. Um, whereas in later years, it was more of all just the same thing. Like when the boy band craze strikes just a few years after this, they pivot because that's where the big numbers are, and they start going to live programming. A lot of this happens because there aren't music videos as readily available as they were in this time. This was the golden age of the music video. And that's probably got more to do while we remember these things as, like we don't think, well, if, you're, if you're rocking off a list of big one hit wonders, you don't name Not A Surf. But no. it was one and done for them. Now, was this a giant hit? Not necessarily, not in the way that, you know, big one hits would be. It's not Mambo number five popularity, but, <laughs> They're still. There were these blips in the radar, or blips on the radar, and they were good songs that had excellent videos. This video is tremendous to the point where, Fantastic. when I think of the lead singer of Not a Surf, I actually think of the character that played the quarterback in the video. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, this was '96. I am full uh, frontal nudity. I did some dudes mm-hmm. happened. I there were some butts hanging around. <laughs> I'm 13 or 14. I'm just starting high school, and it's like, yeah, like people, like all the 
people in the cool group, they all just dated each other. It was very incestuous. And it's like, that's, yes. that's how it was. Can I yeah. run through as many of the top 100 1996 Billboard Hot 100 songs? Can't wait. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a smash or trash on all of them. I'm only going to say the artist if it's not obvious. Macarena. <laughs> uh, trash. <laughs> One Sweet Day, Mariah Carey, Boys to Men. I get it. Because You Love Me by Celine Dion. Nobody Knows, Tony Rich Project. Uh, give Me One Reason, Tracy Chapman, that was 96 and not 1989? Good Lord, would not, would not have, would have missed that on a test. If you told me Tracy Chapman was still making music in 96, I would call you a real ding-a-ling. Uh, cro- <laughs> Crossroads, Bone Thugs. Um, I'm going to skip a couple of these. Uh... Come on, ride the train, Quad City DJs. <laughs> but again, you haven't hit any of these songs we mentioned because they weren't big hits. This is crazy. Yeah, the closest thing is 15, uh, Follow You Down Until I Hear It From You by the Gin Blossoms. There's a lot of R&B and like club tracks. Yeah, which, which is odd to me um, because... It's what I was mentioning. Like, I didn't know people who listened to this kind of music specifically. So I just assumed these were very big tracks that I just didn't know. But it, it based on you reading this, no, these were little bands that clawed through yeah. the muck and the mire Ooh. based on MTV. Ooh. Uh, just edging out Coolio's 1234-something-new at 40 is uh, a house favorite of our executive producer, uh, Deep Blue Something's Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Wait, that came out in 96 as well? 96, which is weird because I remember that was, I think I bought that and uh, Green Day's Insomniac at the same time from Best Buy. So think about how heavy these songs, all those songs we just lifted off Hook. from Late Night MTV. Think about how much heavier they were than what was popular at the time. Like, this was a weird time in music because grunge had ceased to be. Mm-hmm. It had gone to bed. How's Macarena and, on this fucking list twice? How is it 1 and 98? I guess it was the remix and the original. It's like the one we know was, or was a remix. <laughs> there was Los Lonely Boys or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Los Del Rio <laughs> Whatever heap name. Jeez. <laughs> Alright. Los Del Rio came out with the Bayside Boys mix of Macarena and There it is. Of their own song. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, these little things because the strength of those videos, man, that is that is the that's the difference maker here is MTV not only gave you the big hits, but these tiny little bands could sort of eke out a career if they just had the right video on and the right block. And that's the thing. And when that went away, that's where these bands went. I mean, it's 24 years later. Yeah. And we're, I mean, this is a song I guarantee you millions of people know from the, from the get out. They know, they may not know the band. They don't, they don't know anything else from the band. Yeah. But they know the video. Um, It is... It's a very weird song that, but but you don't think of it. You don't think of this song. This song has to sneak up on you. Yeah, for sure. 
This isn't on any mixtape CDs or any playlist that you have. Oh, it's uh, for you because it's not a podcast. But whatever. <laughs> um, but, but there's not. It's not a song that anybody is going to just seek out. It's not a surf. It's not a surf. But when you hear that motherfucker, you're gonna pump it up. Mm-hmm. You're gonna turn it up. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened to me a few years ago. God, I love this story. I don't know. Oh fuck! Um, I forgot. This always reminds me of. Oh God! Oh come on! Oh come on, Hankins! Don't say toad the wet sprocket because that's wrong. Mm-hmm. The toadies is the answer. Oh yeah, toadies sure. is the right answer. Um, so help me! Boom boom, boom boom. That thing uh, behind the boathouse. What is the name of that fucking song? Uh, Possum Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. There we go. Those those two songs always exist together, and I think I had remembered the Possum Kingdom, and then that led me down the road to. Not a surf. I was like, holy shit. Full disclosure. This song. So Sorry. <clears throat> Full disclosure. I always think Backwater by the Meat Puppets is the Toadies. Yeah, that's what they wanted you to think. They were a Meat Puppets cover band. <laughs> <laughs> and when I wake up in the morning. For. Yeah, man. Shit. If not for a gorgeous Kurt Cobain, you'd think four or five Nirvana songs were Pixies songs. Yeah. But Kurt Cobain was just gorgeous. That's the difference. Again, helped by the video. Um, <laughs> but I think I was listening to the Possum, Possum Kingdom a lot, and then that led me to listen to Not A Surf again. I was like, motherfucker, this song is great. And I just got stuck on it. Yeah. I listened to it every day. I was learning how to play it. Everything about it was great. And I see that they're playing here in Atlanta. Like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go see Not A Surf. And I have this whole experience lined up in my head. And I'm a person who really likes, if if I get the opportunity to hear a band live first, it is a much greater likelihood that I will fall in love with yeah. the band. Yeah. If I can see a band live first, I will always take that opportunity over listening to their album and then going to see them. I love the live music experience. And they're playing this smaller place. I'm like, yes, I'm going to go see Not A Surf. And I had looked, I did just like a cursory glance at some of their records just to be a little familiar, but I didn't listen to any song all the way through, just pieces here. So I go to see Not A Surf. And, you know, they're playing a bunch of songs I don't know um, because I don't know the band that well. I'm like, okay, and I'm just trying to feel it. I'm trying to feel it. I'm trying to feel it. You're just trying to feel it. And then I'm like, I keep looking at the guitarist. I'm like, damn, that guy looks familiar. And they finally do the band introduction. Oh, Gallagher. we're so happy tonight. We're so happy tonight to have this guy from Guided by Voices with us. Like, son of a bitch. Oh, wow. This is the greatest night of my life. I'm hearing this band for the first time live. Guided by Voices is here. They, they play a Guided by Voices song. They play another cool cover. And, you know, the, the night is just filled with songs that don't quite get me there. I would like them to get me there. They don't get me there. There's a point in the night where the guitar, where the lead singer's wanting us all to do a little a little shuffle dance with him. Like, okay, I could do without this, but whatever. As it happens, I am standing by the sound booth where the set list is. And I don't read set lists, and I just happen to be <laughs> glancing over at something. And I'm just kind of look at the set list. Where was this That's, in Atlanta? It was at um, it was at Center Stages, which Center okay. Stages has like three venues yeah um the big one is center stage and then i think the actual place this was and is what is the bar there and it's called vinyl um and so i'm just hanging out in the back not bothering anybody doing a little rocking doing a little rocking 
And I happened to glance at the set, and I was like, well, that's weird. But at any rate, I go on about my business, and I'm just hanging out. And a girl comes up beside me, and she's looking at the set list. And she looks over at me, and she says, when are they going to play popular? <laughs> to which I reply, I don't think they're going to play popular, sweetheart. It ain't on that list. I'm like, theoretically... It would be the encore, and they don't need to put it on there because obviously you're going to play popular. Yeah, you're going to play. Guess popular. what, folks? They didn't play fucking popular. That's so punk. It's not though. <laughs> you're not a surf. You didn't, the, didn't one you song tell a sold story, this ticket. Did you tell a story where you appreciated Oasis not playing Wonderwall? That's fucking fine because guess what? I'm not a big Oasis fan, but there are eight or nine. Other songs that, uh, if if they played, Cham- if you can play either Wonderwall or Champagne Supernova, mm-hmm. or Don't Look Back in Anger, yeah, sure, or any other of the eight or nine songs, I don't go deep with yeah. them like you and our executive producer do. But yeah. there are, if, there if are, they don't play Wonderwall, uh, and but they play like you know seventeen or eighteen other songs that I like. Of right, theirs, I'm not going to be like, well, yes, you're not going to notice it. We see Dylan all the time, right? Yeah, and if Dylan doesn't play Rolling Stone, Tangled Up in Blue. Uh, uh, fucking uh, blowing in the wind. Uh, I'm pretty much knocking okay. on heaven's door. I don't, I don't care, yeah, especially those last. I don't two. care. There's <laughs> enough. Yeah, there's some of those songs I prefer him not to play. But there's enough in the catalog that that we're fine. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some gem, some jewel that I'll hang on to. But guess what, boys? Popular sold this ticket. Mm-hmm. If you are not a surf, there's not another song in your catalog. Popular was the reason the you gave eight seventy five to them before Ticketmaster. Correct. <laughs> Co <laughs> fucking wreck. Popular sold every beer in this bar tonight. Yeah. Popular sold every shirt you're gonna sell. It would be like if Pop- MC Chris didn't play f- that Boba Fett song. If he didn't play Boba Fett, they would storm the stage. <laughs> They'd storm the stage. They'd kill him. They'd kill him dead if he didn't play Boba Fett. Yes, it would be great to hear him do some stuff from MCP Pants. We'd all laugh and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But if at the end of the night it's not, Star Wars, Star Wars, here we go, shooting lots of lasers, yo, 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 we're going to be fucking furious. We're losing our shit. Do you, do you, so, do you have that previously unreleased MC Chris <laughs> live album? It's called Robot on Every Corner. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> So the show ends, and I'm like, okay, they're going to do the bit where they walk off stage and they come back. <laughs> Robot on every corner. House lights go up. The show is over. We are being ushered out the A door. A sea of shocked faces. <laughs> shocked fucking faces. I'm sure there was like three <laughs> Nautosurf devotees there that were like, <laughs> rookies. They thought they were going to play popular. <laughs> They've been playing they this since. played popular since 2006. <laughs> I respect them. No, you don't. No, you don't. And look, I'm here to tell you guys. The <laughs> you know, you know the drummer fucked my strong. sister. <laughs> you know his... <laughs> That's you know the dude's like claim to fame. Fucking love this band. The drummer fucked my sister. She died, she died in a car wreck three years ago. But she liked him, though. But, like, look, guys. I get it. You got real tired of playing popular 1996 through 2003. Yeah. I understand. If you're tired of playing popular, I think you're tired of playing music. Or, 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 here's the thing. Stop calling yourself not a surf. <laughs> yeah. Don't come up as not a surf. Don't show up. And again, I see a lot of shows. And I 
I know the kinds of people that want to hear one song. I yeah, get it. For sure. And I'm not that person. And I hate those people except for the fact you have one song. If eh, here's now here's a sticky widget for me. I, I will I will I will tell the other side of this story. Um I would tell the story from another perspective. I feel like I, I have another to, perspective too when you're done. Okay. If I was to get to see Harvey Danger. Yeah. And they didn't play Flagpole Sitta, I wouldn't care yeah. because I love that band. I feel I like, love so, every record. So Flag I go deep with them. So with Harvey Danger Flagpole Sitta is probably the only song that I could pick out of a lineup from uh, from mm-hmm. them. However, I still feel like I would enjoy that show because <clears throat> that of course, the, the, the front man is so energetic and handsome. Um, but, like, the band is just good. Yes. So, like, I, I've, I've, I've listened to multiple albums by them, but I, I don't know. It, 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 I'm not familiar with any of the songs. I still feel like I would, I would enjoy that concert. For me, it's Phantom Planet because um, I, fucking, one. <laughs> I fucking love the album, their first album that had California on it. That had yeah. J- Jason Schwartzman um, drumming. I love every single track on that fucking record, and I mean, I love those songs. Um, their subsequent albums, you know, had some good tracks that I'm familiar with. But if they played, um, if they did a show and didn't play California, but like, you know, uh, you know, played they played eight of the other songs off that that I'm like balls out in love with. I would be the guy at the not uh, the not a surf. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I especially now in 2020. <laughs> You'd be the one guy there, period. Rookies. Um, but yeah, but I just, I was, I wasn't mad at them. If if they had taken me to a place that night where I had been like, fuck yeah, I've missed out on this band all these years. Yeah. And they didn't play popular, I would have been fine. But there's nothing in their catalog that even approaches it. because that, And that's the other thing. Not a lot in their catalog sounds like popular. Not a surf a lot in their catalog sounds like popular. So, here's what I'm saying, guys. Dance with the fucking girl that brung you, not a surf. Mm-hmm. Dance with the fucking girl that brung you. This has been Cold Dog Soup, the next day.
you want to catch the biggest fish in your pond You have to be as attractive as possible Make sure to keep your hair spotlessly clean Wash it at least every two weeks Once every two weeks And if you see Johnny Football Hero in the hall Tell him he played a great game Tell him he liked his article in the newspaper Once you dated someone else, you can date him again. I'm sure he'll like it. 